El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, I don't know, what do you do? Joining me today, she is the co-host of an Unpops Network podcast that you should be listening to called 12 Questions. She is also a fantastic comedian and a frequent guest on this podcast. We're always happy to have her here, ladies and gentlemen, Anna Valenzuela. Also joining me, you might have heard our next guest on another Unpops Network podcast called Conspiracy the Show. Heads up, we co-host it. And she is also a fantastic comedian who you can probably tell jokes sometime again, whenever that sort of thing is legal. Ladies and gentlemen, Olivia Hydon. It's going to be a great show. everybody welcome to unpopular opinion i'm your host adam todd brown joining me as co-host this week Ooh, my favorite co-host of all no co-host but <laughs> i do have a couple of guests you know both of these people so well anna valenzuela and olivia hydar are here yay hi hello anna hosts the 12 questions podcast on the unpops network olivia is my co-host on Conspiracy the Show, Hell yeah. which uh, you should be listening to. It's not that kind of conspiracy podcast. No. We're not inciting <laughs> no. capital riots or anything. Absolutely. I, I would not be on it if it were that kind of show. Oh, I would. I just, you know, it's right. just no, not the course, direction the show took, obviously. Well, I'm just speaking for myself. You just, by the way, sold me on listening to Conspiracy the Show because I love conspiracies, but I am uh, I am afraid I'll get red pilled. Oh, yeah that that won't happen with no, us. No. Okay. I we're, mean, there will fully... be some, like if if you mean by red pilled, uh, you mean convinced Elvis faked his own death to join right. witness protection. Then yes, very yeah. much so. I think that, that I, that's a fun conspiracy. Those are the fun <laughs> yeah. ones. Oh, you know it's, what I mean? it's I, the realist. It's, we, that definitely happened. We'll red pill you into watching Conspiracy Theory with Jesse Ventura. That'll, okay. that'll be what we, we red pill you into. Okay, I, that I can handle. It's a fun that I can show. Because it's I a am... very fun show, Anna. Now that we have the plugs for Conspiracy the Show out of the way... <laughs> Which you should absolutely listen to. It. It's a fine and podcast. And 12 Questions. And 12, and 12 Questions. questions. Yeah, yeah of listen course. to 12 Questions. Yeah, we talk about <laughs> cult-adjacent self-help groups is basically okay. what it there is. There we go. <laughs> we're not a cult, I swear. But <laughs> this week on this pod, we're talking about something way more upbeat than cults. Oh, yeah. We are talking can about I... immigration under Joe Biden. Mm. Hold on, Adam, can I can I just do my usual thing? Because I usually usually when I'm on I'm on Unpops, I go from being like this peace loving person to like it, I would kill every one of them with a baseball bat. So I just want to issue a a blanket statement of allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna want allegedly. You're gonna want to check out the next outtakes episode right. for several examples of Anna threatening. <laughs> Elected officials and public allegedly. figures. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly yes. for theater for entertainment. Yes. I, I have had to edit a bunch of that out. I'm so sorry. Wow. Very fun. Very fun. I can't believe so that. Wow, I don't think have you. I don't think you've ever edited out any of my threats of violence. Uh, that's, oh that's no, impressive. I have. I think I okay. have a okay. couple. Yeah, and then I just put them in outtakes. If the Secret Service is going to storm yeah. our compound, they're at least going to have to subscribe to hear it. <laughs> yeah. So we're talking about immigration. It's been a big deal lately with the Biden administration. There's a lot yeah. of shit going on with the Biden administration. Crazy yeah. that he's not a better president. Yeah, wild, wild that no one, I guess no one warned us that he would be bad as a president. I mean, this is coming out of nowhere. Oh, uh, hello. I'd like to war I'd like to uh, just phone in from uh, 2020. I, I did warn you. I was in a uh, 
I was in a spirited debate of uh, where no audience was there, and uh, yeah. and I had an intellectual discussion, and uh, nobody cared. And uh, it took me anyway. a while to suss out that that was Bernie Sanders and not yeah. Barack I Obama. Bad an impression. It sounded like Obama at first. <laughs> I was yeah, like, well, Obama, Obama warned us about Biden. I kind of, but I think it, I got it from context. So yes. yeah, yeah, I finally pieced it together. I'm sorry, I'm not an impressionist. Okay. Yeah, the the thing about Biden and immigration is immigration is exactly what I was worried about with Trump mm-hmm. when he came into office. Like yeah. now, there's so many other things to worry about with Trump that uh, it it feels like immigration kind of got overshadowed during the Trump administration. Mm-hmm. Like we just kind of quit caring about it and started caring more about him just being an open racist and science denier which is bad it's very bad it's very bad but well he would only bring up immigration when he needed to rally his base basically that's that is the conservative playbook is you bring up immigration or you bring up socialism and communism when you need to rally the base and so uh so we didn't hear a lot about immigration because he was such a wild just fucking topa monster uh for every other issue it didn't kind of matter anymore (laughs) yeah Yeah. and that in that respect i almost think it was better because Mm -hmm. when trump was out there saying crazy shit about immigration and people who immigrate to this country at least we were worried about it and we were paying attention because biden things haven't changed that much under biden Right. And like yeah. it's in the news, but how many libs are calling out Biden over immigration? Not that many. Well, what what happened with Trump is he took the existing infrastructure that was put in by the Biden and Obama administration with the detention centers and yeah. the, the cutting, you know, the the restrictive immigration laws. He took the existing infrastructure, just added a little miracle grow to it, and mm. yelled about it so he could get some more points. Exactly. And so, you know, and he, you know, his Muslim ban and his like openly yeah. racist policies, he got to he got to play with what was already there. So we know if if you have you know if you followed politics in any way without joining the cult of the lib, you know that the Biden-Obama policies were bad and were going to remain bad under Biden because he desperately does not want to rock the boat with the GOP. And one way to appease them is to harm disaffected people and go against the very core principles of our country. Exactly. Be super racist. Yeah. That's how he he wins points with the GOP and still doesn't win points. This is the thing that keeps happening with, with Democrats is they're like... Maybe if we are more racist, the Republicans will not make fun of us and they'll like us. And so they lean in and then the Republicans are still like, look at these fucking commies. Look at what they're doing on the border. It's disgraceful. Yeah. Whenever I I mentioned this on uh, an episode recently, whenever an outgoing administration and an incoming administration agree on something. Like if it's if it's if they're of two different parties, it's bad. There was Mm -hmm. Obama on Venezuela uh, calling them a national security threat, which is insane. And that was doing just fine before that happened, by the way. They were doing just fine. Oh, yeah. I mean, we we are trying to topple Venezuela because they had the gall to elect a non-white leader in the early 2000s. And we've been Mm -hmm. mad AF ever since. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But. Obama and Trump agreed on Venezuela. That was the one thing Trump didn't undo when uh, he came into office. And then Trump and Biden not only agree on China, which uh, is alarming, because (laughs) when you look at how they agree on China, probably be at war with them soon. But also Trump enacted this thing during his administration called Title 42, which was meant to uh, curb immigration on the grounds of protecting us from covid that's so crazy because he doesn't protect he didn't protect us from covid (laughs) no no and it's not protecting us from covid either way that's just that old racist trope of hey immigrants bring disease here and it's like no fucking republicans who can't stop going to bars (laughs) in downtown nashville bring us disease support those motherfuckers but biden didn't undo that when he came into office he was like oh yeah we're gonna use that we're not going to undo that at all. Can I tell you a wild Republican conspiracy I heard at a family um, 
uh, we were all, the agreement was everybody gets vaccinated and we can have a family reunion with a specific sect of my family. And a member of my family, I, I'm also the only brown person there. Uh, which is very funny. And so uh, she she said to me, she's a nurse. And she said to me that um, she goes, you know, she she first was saying that, like, uh, people in the in in the FD or in um, the Center for Disease Control had left to go join Pfizer CEO companies so they can, like, make more money. They knew this was coming. And I was like, OK, it's an interesting thing. <laughs> then she said, then she said, you know, all of the current COVID outbreaks, all the Delta variant outbreaks, you know, they're happening in cities with detention centers, immigrant detention centers. And then she just was like, think about that. <laughs> and I was like, are you implying that immigrants are bringing the disease or they're giving the immigrants the disease? What's, yeah. where are we? And she said, just think about it. And I was like, why do, why do Republicans do that? Why do, I, they, do, why do they just like drop, I they think drop it's... a premise and then they're like, write the joke for well, me. Well, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of dropping a premise, what about, oh, COVID's not real and it's a hoax. Right. But when right. it's yeah. immigrants bringing it to the country, it's very it's real. real. And by I mean, not doing enough yeah. to protect yeah. us. You know, Republican conservative hypocrisy is just kind of it's almost a cliche at this point like it's 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 yeah. it's exhausting to even like point out but yeah it is it, it is sad I mean I guess sad is a weird word but like going back to presidents incoming and outcoming presidents agreeing with each other I'd say in general right now if something is bipartisan quote unquote it's probably bad it's probably it's bad. a shitty bill and it is compromised in several fundamental ways and needs to be seriously examined at the very least. I mean, it's really uh, kind of embarrassing that that's how yeah. it is. But mm -hmm. yeah, the, the latest immigration debacle under Biden involves Haitian immigrants. <laughs> this was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, was my heart. The, yeah. the reason it happened is the Biden administration recently extended protections for Haitian immigrants who were already living in the U.S., but it only applied to those who arrived before July 29th. But because Facebook and WhatsApp and platforms of the like are an unregulated nightmare when it comes to information, mm -hmm. it started spreading on these sites that, hey, the United States said you could come there. Because right. things are bad in Haiti. And uh, we didn't say that, but people were no. under that impression. So people started coming to the United States through Mexico and through Central mm -hmm. America. I'm very bad with geography, so I don't know how that all works out. But it sounds it's, it's a very it's a very roundabout way to get there through the Gulf. I suppose you could go just across the Gulf and then into the into Mexico and then up, but it is it is very roundabout way to get there um normally it would be florida that yeah, that right. would be but you know florida yeah you don't wanna, <laughs> you don't wanna, well i mean you're going to texas i don't know well, i mean yeah exactly texas yeah. is the florida of texas it's it, yeah. it it is just interesting like it, you know it's this thing where of course people are going to get confused by this dumb fucking law that has this arbitrary july 29th cutoff date for people who are going to be protected where if you came to the country and you were here before July 29th when this weird arbitrary date is put in place, then you're fine. But everybody who finds out about this after July 29th is just fucked. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's uh, but it's also pretty indicative of how our immigration policy works in, yeah. in that it doesn't really work. Like, no, no. And there's there's no real rhyme or reason to it at all. And we're seeing that with this case, too, which this this ended up turning into this huge migrant camp underneath a bridge in yeah. Texas. And there were like 15,000 people there at one point. That is nuts. Looking yeah. like Skid Row. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's... so, yeah, all uh, this rush of people starts migrating here from Haiti and they all end up in this town called Del Rio, which is a mm -hmm. Texas town of about 35,000 people. Right. Right. Which I understand that to some extent. If you're a town of 35,000 people and 15,000 new people show up, you're going to be like, this is an infrastructure problem. We might want to spread these people <laughs> around a little. 
But like, it's just interest. Like, you know, it just is so American, I guess, that the solution wasn't we should find a way to help these 14,000 right. people who are living under a bridge in our small town. Oh, like, we should we try find- to find help for them. In, but instead, it's well, let's fuck these people over as hard well, as we, we did, can. We did, find, we did find help. Biden announced that they would all be deported back to Haiti. <laughs> right, exactly. So, Jesus. perfect. Right, which is a shit show we created through NAFTA, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah. We, yeah. We fucked Haiti so hard. We fucked Haiti so hard and have continued to fuck Haiti so hard. And as their political system is just in a shambles we we out here just like we have no responsibility now and uh i i don't know how you could claim that the u.s government would fuck over another country that just that just doesn't seem correct i mean we don't have a history of going in and just wantonly destroying everything that we touch Especially using Latin America as a, right. as a uh, training ground for destabilization of countries in the Middle East right. and China. I oh, mean, the, no. the, this is an island nation that's comprised mostly mostly of black people. How would we would never do something like that to, <laughs> to a place like that? Can yeah. I tell you one of my favorite Haiti facts is that, um, and this kind of speaks to the power of like what's happening with WhatsApp and um, and Facebook and the misinformation. When War of the Worlds debuted, uh, mm-hmm. the radio program debuted in Haiti, um, they believed it was real. Sure. And like many did. And so they, in response to that, uh, when they found out it wasn't real, was real mad. The <laughs> town was real mad. So they went to the radio station and killed the employees. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Don't fuck with Haitians, motherfucker. Don't fuck with Haitians. <laughs> I, feel, I, I feel like that broadcast would have a very different reputation here if that had happened in America also. That would have been great. Oh, yeah. That would have been <laughs> yeah. amazing. That, that one town in New Jersey that got super freaked out by it, they, like, stormed the radio station and killed well, the That's DJ. essentially what happened with January 6th with all the Q stuff. It's like you can you can incite people to violence with theater. And like yeah. and and it is it is it is fascinating. And also I, I just want to say this as a Latinx person, uh, we need to view our, our Haitian, our Afro Caribbean brothers and sisters, our coloni- our fellow colonized people as brothers and sisters. It's the Absolutely. same thing with like when I was in the Philippines, they called me sister. When I when I hang out with Filipino comics, they're like, Oh yeah, we the same. You know what I yeah. mean? Like we all colonized out in these streets For with sure. Spanish last names. Yeah. So like so like Because you don't do need- drugs, so they don't have to report you to the president. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they don't have to report me. That was terrifying. I was like, do I go to a 12-step meeting in the Philippines or do I get shot mm. in the pussy? What do I want to do? <laughs> uh, so let's talk about this camp some more. It yeah. has been broken up, which we'll, we'll get to that. I don't know if that's a good thing, but one yeah. morning, it like everyone was just gone. Yeah. But uh, Oh, Jesus. you mean like the homeless or the unhoused encampments here in Los Angeles? Yeah. Or anywhere yeah. that the Olympics go. Right. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. we weren't really given access to this camp. You couldn't no. see it from the bridge that they were living under. And then Border Patrol agents were blocking a lot of the view also. I mean, we were, finally were able to get in at one point. But there was a while we didn't know if people were getting any kind of necessities like food or water or toilets Right. And these are people that in a lot of cases came through 11 or 12 countries to mm-hmm. get to where they are. Like, I can't imagine walking across Los Angeles. <laughs> like, that is the most exhausting thought to me. I'm like, what would that take? Like, four four to six weeks? Like, that's <laughs> got to be a long, long hike. It, it takes about a day from experience. <laughs> and I, like, I can't even fathom having to do that. And yeah, that's ima- awful. Imagine crossing even one entire country to get somewhere, and then the government's like, all right, live under this bridge. Like, that's it's so insane. I, well, and that's yeah. like, it, it always brings me to like, what are the American values that the people who endorse this kind of thing, what, what are the value, the American values that they like are trying to preserve if it's not trekking across 11 or 12 countries? to a country where you think you can find freedom. Like, to me, that is the most American, like, apple pie shit Mm -hmm. that you can possibly imagine. Like, that is what our country is, quote-unquote, founded on, like, supposedly. 
You know what the problem is? Is they're not white. Oh, God. You know what? I fucking, I didn't think about that, so you know? So if, if they were yeah. Russian and they just walked across Canada to get here, we'd <laughs> right, be yeah. like, oh, yeah, let them in, you know? But that it truly is the implicit bias. It's that these folks just look, and I think it's psychologically, it's like we look at folks that look different from us and we think, oh, no. Rather than, you know, it's, it's, here's what, but it's so, the thing is, is there's a way to make it work for capitalism. You know what I mean? You can't get people right now to take low paying service jobs. You know who would take the fuck out of those jobs? Some motherfucking immigrants would take the fuck out of those jobs right now. But then it would be, they're taking our jobs. It's like, oh, you weren't going to (laughs) go bartend at the, at the Buffalo Wild Wings anyway. You know, like. What are the food discounts like? I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, how many free boneless wings do you get? Um, boneless? I'm an adult. I don't eat boneless wings. Come you on. need the bones? You're, yeah. you're pro bones? Pro, pro bono. No. Pro bono, baby. <laughs> yeah, and the, the thing about repatriating these people to Haiti, which is the word they use, deported, is a much better word, mm-hmm. obviously. Right. Yeah, de- deported to their... Uh, their death, basically. Their yeah. fate worse than death. In a, in a lot of cases, these are families who aren't migrating directly from Haiti. Because right. there was that crazy earthquake in Haiti in 2010. And in that case, a lot of people left and went to other countries to seek refuge. Yeah. And a lot of them ended up in places like Chile and Brazil, mm-hmm. where uh, because fascism is hot everywhere right now, Mm, it's Anti, so sexy. It, it, so it, it's, having, it, it's having a moment. Uh, in those countries also, there was all of a sudden a bunch of anti-immigrant sentiment. Wow. So they were like, all right, I guess we'll go to the United States and try that out. So what that means is there are a lot of kids who grew up in Chile or Brazil who speak Portuguese. They don't right. speak French or Creole. So if they get deported to Haiti, that's going to be like getting sent to a completely foreign country it's not them being repatriated at all that would be like if i was rounded up in a train uh circa chavez ravine uh, early 1900s i was rounded up in a train and dropped off in mexico i'd be like hola como estas (laughs) right yeah me llamo anna please help me (laughs) exactly yeah or 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 i get i get like taken taken to lebanon and i'm like oh fuck uh (laughs) I can't even begin. I there's the, I got nothing here. I'm sorry. I can't do anything here. I'm yeah. sure it would be fine otherwise in Lebanon. Oh yeah, though. absolutely. I, I'd have a great time. I mean, they're, yeah. chill, they're chillers in Beirut. Beirut's a chill town. Yeah, yeah super chill. <laughs> it is. They're, 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 they're maximum chillers. That's that's all I've ever heard about Beirut. It's chill. It's true though. Decent <laughs> band. Decent band. Good for good for answering your emails. I believe I believe it was one guy, but yes, totally. Yeah, Beirut. Yeah. Beirut was yeah. a good band. I like they're that still, one song that they had. Yeah, they're still a good band. I mean I like yeah. their last album. I, I don't know how wow. we got on Beirut. I did not know that he that they were still making music. That's crazy. So let's talk about Title forty two again. That Trump era provision that Biden loves so much, that's what he's using to deport Haitian migrants now in a lot of cases is uh, Title 42 on the grounds that it's to reduce the spread of COVID-19. And I don't know how we heard that under Trump and people on the left or liberals, whatever you want to call them, Democrats, lost their shit Mm. and now biden's doing the same thing and we're like oh these pictures of the horses and border patrol it's like yeah that's bad but what about biden biden is doing the same thing trump did he's just not saying it in the same words they're afraid to criticize him i think i think they're afraid to criticize him Uh, yeah it's that and it's they just don't think like I, i i like i think for a certain brand of person who is like a hardcore democrat they just don't it doesn't compute in their heads as being the same thing they just they think well this other person is doing it so it must be fundamentally different instead of being basically the exact same thing and again i don't i don't mean to single out democrats here Because no, single them out. They have the fact well, that they have no critical thinking when it comes to certain leaders drives me insane. 
Well, neither right. does the right, because what well, right, you're seeing right. from the right now is, oh, how are you? How could you ever treat immigrants this way? Well, and it's yeah, like you just you, you just you just, uh, you just spent four years just beating up on immigrants, and it's and, and you got the audacity. <laughs> The full audacity, not even the editing software. You got the full audacity <laughs> to come out here and to say, like, but what about the immigrants? You it's have like, the Adobe but, Audition. Wow. Adobe wow. Audition. The Pro Tools of it all. You out here editing with with shortcuts, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, you have never, ever, ever fucked with some garage band. I, I just think the difference is, and the reason why you focus on Democrats is because... Uh, Republicans are supposed to be dumb and evil. Like that's who they are as a as yeah. a as a group. They are dumb, evil hypocrites. And you know the Democrats are supposed to be better, and so you have to hold them to a higher standard than you hold Republicans because they are you know uh, supposedly the people who represent me, and I yeah. don't like this. <laughs> this sucks. They are not representing yeah. me. No. Well, I mean, progressives are basically what liberals should be. Liberals have become Republicans, and Republicans yeah. are now Nazis. So, cool. <laughs> yeah, the the Democrats are a conservative <laughs> part. Like, this is a whole thing about now we're getting into just America and the Overton window being moved so far to the right that we'll never recover. But yeah. that's a different podcast. Yeah. So Biden has done a couple things better than Trump when it comes to Title 42. And by that, I mean one thing, and that's <laughs> that he's not deporting unaccompanied minors oh, anymore. And oh, it's like, but is great. He get him in that. Yeah. Get him in that American foster care system. Oh, that's is he also putting them in the detention centers first? Oh, that wouldn't surprise me. But and here's separating the... them from their families as far as humanly possible well, so they these can are... be completely disaffected and go right into the school-to-prison pipeline? Well, these are unaccompanied minors. Yeah. So these are minors who came across without their parents. Okay. So they're they're cool. like not, that 2008 deporting them. movie, Unaccompanied yeah. Minors. He's probably just yeah. making them emancipated minors and sending them out into the community to try and fend for themselves. Absolutely. I'm sure it'll be great. None of this, none of what we're talking about on this episode is going to come back and bite us at any point in the future. This is all, you know, just now. That's the thing about this, this idea that making it tough for immigrants to get here is going to discourage them from coming because I joke about him making all of these kids emancipated minors and letting them fend for themselves. But in a lot of cases, people are going to be like, yeah, I'll live on your streets instead of going back to where I was at. Like uh, you have a lot of people who apparently are homeless (laughs) and doing fine. So I would rather be in that community than where I came from. Like that shit, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's the history of our nation. Like is people coming here no matter the circumstances that they find themselves in. That's just, again, this is America. You know, this is what it's, you know, that's what it's supposed to be. But of course, people are pissed about it. (laughs) Anna just gave the shrug emoji. I am the shrug emoji. Ah, because because you're you're right. You're totally right. It is, um, and I highly recommend. Like you know, I've been thinking about the United Farm Workers Movement, and of course, obviously, it's not without flaws. But there's a really good documentary about Dolores Huerta that kind of outlines a lot of this stuff. And it's like, well, well, then what do I do? Like, do I do I go out and I and I go live in a one room with twelve other people to like help right. the fucking movement? Like, do I? reblog a meme like what like what do i do like and and but it is it's fucked you know what i mean it's fucked because once you know once you add once you add racism and capitalism and classism ultimately classism once you add that classism into the mix it's like you know suddenly these values are a moving target you know and they matter sometimes you know but it we we have a responsibility to these countries not just that we've destabilized, but just by virtue of how we came about. I mean, don't forget the idiots that survived the plague became a religious fanatic cult, came over here on a boat and yeah. said, it's white now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and with this influx of immigration, is any of it happening in a country that we didn't fuck? Like, yeah. like we no. could, that's how we made MS-13. Yeah. We we destabilized their government to the point that everyone was fighting in a war. Right. And then people got tired of that and fled here. 
and we drop them in the middle of South Central, and they're like, oh, gangs, yeah. we'll show you a fucking gang. Do you know where we just came from? And that's how mm-hmm. MS-13 started as right. a group to protect them from other gangs. And then they're like, we're pretty fucking good at this. So then <laughs> I mean, we deported them back to El Salvador, and now El Salvador has a huge gang problem. Right. And it's just like a fucking revolving door. I, I, I we mean, I did th- that. We I, did that. I think another po- – like a whole other podcast would be just trying to find a, a, a list of countries that the United States has not – fucked over in some capacity i think it would be a tough that would be hard to research because that would be very hard off the top of my head like it might be like luxembourg maybe like you know we're getting into like the little things here yeah it's the itty bitty countries that when you watch the olympics you're like that's a place oh yeah Oh yeah, like, I just said Greenland, forgetting that Trump was like, "Hey, can we right? buy you? Exactly. Can we buy you and put our immigrants there?" Exactly, exactly. Yeah, like we don't have a bunch of trash ass states. Like, like, and here's the thing: like, there's a huge Hmong population in in Detroit, Michigan. We've yeah. integrated large swaths of yes. peoples that we have fucked over into our country if you go up if you go up to fresno right now you won't pass some of the most elaborate beautiful mosques and hindu shrines you have ever fucking seen i mean for sure like when i lived in south dakota there were almost no people of color if you can believe that but there was a huge ethiopian community because we actually had an exchange program of some sort in place where people who wanted to flee ethiopia yeah. could come to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and there was it, a whole infrastructure in place to help them build a life. And it's like, have we never heard of sister cities? Like, just well, set up a thing like that. Like, yeah. the, the, it, there's so much room in this country. This is we what could I'm saying. bring in damn near it, everyone. It is mind-blowing how much fully empty space there is in America. Not even like, oh, there's like not much, not many people there. It's like uh, towns of, I'm like, there's like nobody, like fully empty, not being used space. We have plenty of room for people. We We can have so many people come in. We could evacuate all of Idaho to Wyoming. We could do it in the middle of the night. They wouldn't even notice when they woke up. They'd be like, oh yeah, look, I'm in, I'm still in Idaho. This is great. And move all immigrants to Idaho. Yeah. And we'd all still have plenty of room. It might be a little cramped in or, Idaho, but again, like, they're going to be like, like, hey, this is better. Thanks. Or Montana, yeah. where everybody has like 500 acres. Yeah. And that's like their ranch. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, we have more than enough space. We have, uh, my argument for bringing in the Haitian community is our Sofrita game will go up. Like we- our... The our food game. Give me an this authentic is, Haitian restaurant, bitch. Thing. Yeah, like, how, why do we people need that always, command of spice? We why have do people so always much discount that part. There's so much great food that could be flooding into this country. We, we, food, culture, like literally asses, asses like hot asses. people. There's just like so much to gain by having totally open borders and just allowing every fucking person who wants to come in in and there is basically nothing to lose except for maybe a few acres of empty fucking space that we're not using we are the country of 90 day fiance (laughs) exactly think about that we love to watch the immigrant experience we love it (laughs) so here's my here's my proposal Joe Biden, if you're listening, I have a proposal, okay? I want you to partner up with TLC's 90 Day Fiance and turn it into a big-ass reality show. Is it ethical? No, but nothing in this situation is ethical. Yeah. Well, how how about this? What about a dating app? (gasps) Sure. Yeah. There there are those dating apps, yeah. There's an an app for people who are like, I want to live in the United States. There's Filipino date. There is, um, uh, I'm sure there's like an African version. Is it directly for that? Oh, yeah. I mean, an app just for, hey, find someone to marry in the United States. Honestly, seriously, like going off of the 90 Day Fiance, like there are a million reality TV shows that are possible from having like just 
a, a huge influx of immigrants into our country. Mm-hmm. Think about all of the crazy, interesting stories that will come out of that. Ooh, that is just wife swap. Wife swap. Like, or just like the real world, you know? Real world Montana. It's all immigrants. It's That's all it. immigrants. You have a you have a you have an Iraqi person. Yeah. You or a, no. and you have an Afghan person. You have a you have a a, a Haitian. You I have mean, all like millions of people in the real world, <laughs> and they're all just living in Montana. A real world I, compound. Yeah. Exactly. Just, just CCTV the whole thing. Exactly. Like Sherman wh- Show Montana with immigrants. <laughs> like wild country. Exactly. Well, Documentary, I would say, just move a whole population there, <laughs> get them involved in local government. Jesus. I, I also think that. there needs to be like a survivor or a big brother with an all Haitian cast because I'm going to put my money on the person that walked across 23 countries <laughs> exactly. to fucking get here. Oh, oh, you need me to do a balancing Jeez. challenge on a beach? <laughs> uh, yeah, that, I that's think always, I would. That's always been one of the criticisms of that show. I think it was Daniel Tosh that had a joke about that. It's like people already live there. Yeah. Like you're filming yeah. this show about people surviving yeah. somewhere that people have been surviving for a long yeah. time. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I want to hey. see that. <laughs> we got so a lot of solutions here right now. I just want to yeah. say we're, we're solving this shit. We've fixed immigration. So I think we can go back to making fun of how bad the Biden administration oh my God. Joe Biden. It. Grandpa, grandpa president. Come on, motherfucker. Uh, like, give us so, a word there's original and shut the fuck up. Just uh, be pa- just be passive for the next three years. <laughs> so so let's talk about those images of Border Patrol agents on horses. There's no tiptoeing around that. No. That is a bad, bad look. Yeah. And like <laughs> I'll say. It should be one of the defining photos of the Biden presidency. We wouldn't let Trump live that down for a second. Absolutely. It looks like a scene from Game of Thrones or from like. Or from like Django Unchained. 12 years a slave. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is like literally it looks like a slave movie. Like it's wild. Or it's like a it's like. um, Did you ever watch uh, CSA Confederate States of America? that, That that fake documentary from. Like no, almost. Yeah, it no. was like this this fake documentary about that was like a PBS style show about like if the South won the Civil War and it's like this looking back on the history of the CSA after the Confederacy won and it like this looks like something out of that because it's like modern but it's like old like these are these are photos uh, that should be dated and are not and it God. It's just such a coincidence that there have been so many incidents where, I mean, they usually call them caravans of people arriving at the border. And the one time we break out Border Patrol agents with whips and horses, it's when they're black people. Wow. Yeah. Like that, that has to be just the wildest of coincidences. I know, right? We're definitely not trying to evoke any imagery from the past. Definitely not. I, I think they just got caught this time. I'm sure they've been doing it to I mean, Latinos yeah, probably, this whole but... time. But I will say that this is proof that we need, we either need to stop making Westerns um, <laughs> and no. burn all of the celluloid of Westerns, or uh, I think, and this is going to sound terrible, but I think America needs a war because it's creating villain. Yeah. And it's, creating, it's creating conflict where it doesn't need to I, have I conflict. Like, as I, the thing that keeps screaming through my mind is what would Jesus do? You know, of course, Jesus would get on a horse and whip a bunch of people. Yeah, that's right. that's how Jesus yeah. rolled. You know, that yeah. they're they love Jesus. But what Absolutely. would Jesus do? He would keep make people uh, live in squalor under a bridge. That's right. totally what Jesus would do. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the problem is these these pictures of Border Patrol agents whipping black people on horses is really reminiscent of that simpler time that a lot of Republicans are going for when they say things like simpler times, when right. we're all American, you know? Yeah. It's like... And it re-traumatizes, and I think they, they realize that when you re-traumatize the communities of color with these images, it reinforces their... It reinforces their... Um, the the thing that that suppresses them it reinforces the suppression and so yeah. i th- i think that in a way that this is this is like a powerful a powerful image on both sides where it should galvanize us it should make us we should all, why are we not all marching downtown right now yeah even the the response from the biden administration jen saki 
Is that her name? P-S-A-K-I. She uh, looks like a Banana Republic ad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she does. She really I just call does. her Banana oh, Republic. That's all that I call is, her. That is so accurate. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, the, these images prompted her and Kamala Harris both to come out and talk about how outraged they were and how this doesn't represent America. And it's like, you get that the horses aren't the problem. Right. Here. That was the thing when they're like, like we, the we swear we will not use horses. Yeah, the horses are what you put in the trailer. But they aren't the movie. Like there's, there are way bigger issues here, and you're kind of the reason the horses are there. Right. So yeah. we appreciate the outrage, but do something. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and taking an anti-horse stance is just going to make them get more ATVs and uh, yeah. little like you know little uh, uh, fucking dirt bikes golf. and shit. Yeah, I'm sure just, they've got the ATVs already. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to go from Django to Mad Max Fury Road like real fast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, the images of the horses did cause uh, the special envoy to Haiti to resign, a guy named Daniel Foote. Yeah. He resigned not just because of those images, but also just the general treatment of Haitian immigrants. Yeah. At the point he resigned, we were chartering seven flights a day that held around 135 people. That's every single day. We were just flying people back to Haiti. Who, again, in a lot of cases, uh, especially if we're talking kids, didn't even grow up in Haiti. They right. have no connection to that country at all, other than, I mean, their ethnicity, obviously. Yeah. They and, could have been using those planes to get people out of, like, people fleeing Afghanistan here. Yeah. We could, that, we could have that been doing been, that. Would have been nice, but I'm sure they'll get out eventually. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'm sure everything will be fine there. Uh, this is uh, part of the resignation letter that Daniel Foote wrote. I will not be associated with the United States inhumane counterproductive decision to deport thousands of Haitian refugees and illegal immigrants to Haiti, a country where American officials are confined to secure compounds because of the danger posed by armed gangs to daily life. It's yeah. a great point. If you won't let your own personnel just live in Haiti, right? then how is it ethical to send people back there? Got him. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, there's all this confusion over who's getting deported and who gets to stay because yeah. they're not giving us that information, which why not? Like yeah. what what would stop you from telling us how are you deciding who you send back and who and gets to stay? Because the 12 part NPR ser series after the DARPA request is going to be great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think like this is this this just goes more to uh, this this kind of pick and choose kind of strategy that Democrats have when it comes to immigration, where they're like, we're trying to make the absolute worst immigration policy that we can, but we don't want to look bad. So we're kind of like putting in all these caveats, like if you were here by this time or if you weren't. And what that does is create chaos and uh, create pain and suffering for the people who are involved, even if they're not being deported. Like if you're going to do this, then just fucking have balls and just kick out everybody from Haiti from the country or let everybody in. It's, it should yeah. be one or the other. You can't have it both ways. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're they're. There was one anonymous administration official who said, well, we're prioritizing single adults. And it's like, okay, what's that have to do with COVID? Because you said <laughs> right. you're doing this to protect us from COVID. Do single adults spread COVID more than I've never heard that stat? Yeah. You know, what's really interesting, too, is there's again, we're going to have as a result of COVID and also similar to Japan, we're going to have a generation of kids that is exponentially smaller than the previous. Yeah. And they could have a real opportunity to be like, we need we need human bodies and we need these bodies to make babies. We need to go full Laura Roslin. Everybody needs to make fucking babies. They're and like, <laughs> it's unsustainable. I don't know. Yeah. It's. But ugh. they won't be I, white babies. Well, that, that's the problem. So. I, I did appreciate the Battlestar drop there, but Always. yes, like that's the, that's <laughs> so the thing. say we all again. So, so we say all. we all, but it's there are that that just goes there to show that there are exponentially more arguments in favor of open immigration than there are arguments against it. 
there's very yeah. few arguments against open immigration. The, and they all basically boil down to racism, obviously. Classism. Uh, classism. And just, and, and just like these, these nebulous concerns about the economy when really what you're doing is bringing in people who are going to be spending fucking money and like making fucking money. Spending money and, and, and generating uh, and, and participating in the labor market exactly. that a lot of people don't. I think one of the biggest threats to especially Los Angeles' economy, and they've attacked uh, Los Angeles street vendors a lot for this, but um, immigrant communities are really good at keeping their dollar in the community because they maybe can't use the banks. They can't yeah. use, you know, so we have in Los Angeles, some of the best food in Los Angeles is sold in a tent behind a house. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And we have a way of keeping the dollar in the community that's yeah. similar to like the Green Book model. Like we have a way of actually keeping the dollar in the community for a little bit longer that isn't to say that like like the i there's a episode of uh trigger warning with killer mike where they talk about this like the black dollar stays in the community for like two minutes like it's like it's like gone right. <laughs> and so the yeah. second it is made it is gone and that so, episode is nuts it's, it's the, one, nuts. the one where he only tries to spend money at black owned businesses yeah he ends up sleeping on a fucking park bench because he can't even find a hotel room. It's yeah, nuts. with an unopened can of beans because he can't even buy a can opener. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's the saddest thing. And so, like, uh, Latino communities in Los Angeles have this really, and, and Asian communities have this way of keeping the dollar in the community through um, street vendor sales. Yeah. And that's the only thing that would go against the capitalist model. Allowing open immigration actually feels, it feeds the capitalist machine. Yet, no, yeah, because yeah. they're as scary and we have to protect the white fragility, I guess. That's the I know that's a bad book written by a white lady, but like it is we have to <laughs> we have to like we have to like purge it. We have to like protect the white ego. I don't I, I just don't. And, and I don't want to make it entirely about race because it's really more well, about class because there's yeah. plenty. Like I, I'm, I'm including. I'm. I. I would like to uh, uh, enter the race delegation. I would like us to um, take the white Appalachians and um, declare them people of color somehow. <laughs> like if you're behind us, if you're below a certain poverty line, we get to keep you. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 That's yeah. that's the thing. A lot of people don't get too is a lot of this comes down to well, are you poor? Right. Because if so, the government's going to treat you like shit. Like, yeah. mm -hmm. yes, they're going to prioritize treating people of color like shit. Right. But once you get into an area where it's just a bunch of poor white people, the government's not good to them either. No. They will they will come for you with their shitty policies if you're poor and white eventually. Yep. And, and the liberals are the big they're the big bullies in that situation a lot too. And it's like, and the conservatives, but they still manage to blame the, the liberals. So of course well, these folks have no trust for anybody who yeah. actually gives a shit about their interests. Yeah. I wonder how Trump got elected. God, yeah. I can't imagine. It was such a shocker. No one saw hey, it coming. Hey, here's, here's a fun name that has come up in the story. This was the, speaking of bad looks, this was the absolute most shocking thing I heard about Biden and Haitian migrants, they've issued a contract solicitation seeking a private contractor to help build a migrant camp at the U.S. Naval Base on Guantanamo Bay. Will you at least change the fucking name? No. Like, what is good? Like, <laughs> how can you be like, oh, I'm going to be better than Trump on immigration. Anyway, we're firing up Guantanamo yeah. Bay for the Haitian immigrants. Yeah, we're going to be better than Trump. We're going to be Obama. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fire up Guantanamo, which he never closed. Yeah, remember how he said he was gonna do that? Wow, yeah, it was gonna be in the first hundred days, I believe. Oh wow, yeah, so good. Um, he mission accomplished, right? Mission uh, accomplished. I yeah, they should rename it something like they should turn it into like Club Med, but like Club Med U.S. government yeah. or like Club uh, Gitmo. Club yeah. Gitmo. Um, yeah, they they got to rebrand it. That's what it needs. It needs a PR. It needs a exactly. PR team. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. They need a glove. They they should get Bar Rescue in there. Make it one of Jimmy bar. Buffett's Margaritaville. Oh resorts. yeah, get a Margaritaville because it's it's kind of yeah. tropical. That'd be great. I wanna t if you want to torture people low key, just put oh, them in a Margaritaville boo, boo. and play that song on repeat. Oh, that is true. Have you ever been I to a Margaritaville? Because by the time you've gotten your food, you've listened to Margaritaville three times. Oh. And it's you know, like hard pass, hard pass. Their chocolate nachos are pretty good. What? 
Okay, that's I knew that's that would get a good reaction. reaction. A chocolate nachos. Yeah, chocolate nachos. I'm intrigued, but also terrified. They're pretty good. They're, they're, pretty good. they're like chocolate, but they're nachos. They're, they're good. All right, uh, I haven't eaten there in like 12 years, but you know. Let's talk about a horror of a different kind. Back to Guantanamo Bay. Okay, yes. I didn't realize this. In the early 90s, before we used Guantanamo Bay to fix 9-11, uh, <laughs> we used it to warehouse Haitian immigrant, immigrants and asylum seekers. There were around oh. 40,000 <laughs> Haitian asylum seekers who fled by boat after the country's first democratically elected president, Jean-Bertrand Aristide, was overthrown in a military coup. That it's the U.S. Full... had nothing to do with. <laughs> right, it's right. It's gone full circle. It really it's has. Back. Really Yeah, has. a lot of those people who fled were literally on the CIA's payroll. Uh, so we definitely had nothing to do with that coup at all. The 90s are coming back. That was the 90s, right? Yeah, yes. first it was tattoo chokers and, right. and chunky dad tennis shoes and crop tops. <laughs> and now Gitmo's back, baby! Back yeah. to the way it was! Haitian Gitmo! This is, this is a quote from a woman whose name I, just through wishful thinking, wrote down as Ninja Raul, but it's actually Ninaj Raul, oh, uh, which is still a cool great. name. Yeah, still got Ninaj. She is executive director of the advocacy group Haitian Women for Haitian Refugees. Mm -hmm. She worked as an interpreter at Guantanamo at the time, and she called what she saw there the most blatant form of systemic racism that I had experienced. Haitians were detained behind barbed wire and in four-foot square cages, a jail within a jail. This included women and, in some cases, even children. So that's cool. Yeah. Going, going back to that. America, Retro. Yeah. 90s nostalgia is all the rage <laughs> right now. Adam, I am just letting you know I am keeping calls to violence in my head right now. <laughs> so you don't have to. Add. I am keeping. I have fantasies right now. I am. as It's. Uh, mm, yep. Because this is my worst nightmare. This is my worst. My worst nightmare is when finally we move so far to the right. Somebody knocks on the door and they say, Brandy. Give us the brown roommate, you know, while I'm dying, <laughs> while I'm dying my hair blonde and shoving a blue fucking contact in my eye to try to, you know, <laughs> it's like, it is, this is my worst nightmare. This yeah. is insane. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things that even if you support Biden, you can't be quiet about stuff like this and act like it's not happening because this is the kind of thing that when Trump is inevitably reelected, this will be in his hands. And he'll be able to go, well, Democrats were putting immigrants yeah. in Guantanamo. Why can't we do it? Wait, you think so Trump is coming back? Oh, yeah. Him yeah. or someone worse. I mean, it doesn't yeah. really matter. I, I always thought it would be Barron. You know, Barron's like 6'7". He's like a stupid tall. Oh, the that Barron sound Trump? Right. Oh. Yeah, like 6'4", six, 6'... Six, like, he's he's in the six feet range. Like, he's a big tall monster now. I just figured he would, like, Godzilla his way into what office. What the fuck? He is 6'7". Yeah, he's 6'7". Really? He's a beast. Okay. Yeah, he's like I, NBA okay. tall. Yeah, We're all Googling Barron Trump now. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't want that. I don't want a 6'7 president in <laughs> any capacity. <laughs> How tall That's is Lincoln again? I don't know. I He's think he was like he was tall for like the 1800s when everyone was like four foot five. <laughs> he was like he was like five foot eleven or something. I think he was six foot. Yeah, I just figured one day he'd be like, "I'm president now," and like, <laughs> and then and then LeBron has to like fist fight him, like Godzilla versus Megazord or something, like. Uh, Lincoln, was, Lincoln was six four, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he's Lincoln with a hat. Obama's <laughs> six two. Do you have to be six feet to be president? I mean, no. America is very looks uh, oriented when it comes to presidents, usually until recently. But. We yeah we do like a we do like a tall leader, but I will say TikTok has given rise to a phrase that uh, has existed within the anime weeb community, which is the short king. Oh, short kings. Yeah, short kings. Uh, but you have to be careful with the short king too, because that's how you end up with a David Miscavige or a Napoleon <laughs> or a <Our>, Napoleon. <laughs> because I know people out there listening are wondering now. Our shortest president ever, James Madison, five foot four. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Still taller than Joe Rogan. Nap Nap <laughs> Is Joe Rogan really short? Yeah. Good. Yeah, he's like five one. He's, oh, a, he's, I like a, that. he's a teeny little guy. He's like a little he's like basically. Oh, he's a five eight. 
He's not five eight. I'm taller than Joe Rogan. I've I've been I've been within ten feet of uh, Joe well, Rogan. Then maybe you're well, five nine. Well, then the nine. internet lied to me, and I don't want to believe well, in the world. Well, five where that eight happens. is a classic actor's like short guy height. Like if you're a short actor, you put five eight, even if you're shorter, because it kind of makes you seem taller. What if Joe Rogan's new propaganda piece that he put out is really about running for president? What if it's going to be Joe Rogan and not um, and not Trump? You know, I, I, what if it's going to be I, Trump I, Rogan? I would, I would love mm. to see it. Honestly, I would watch. Yeah, I, I would, I would, I would watch that show. Uh, I used yeah, to have we, a joke. We have that, it coming. I used to have a joke that 2020, the Joe Rogan podcast was going to be president. Like that used to be my joke. So like that's it, it might 2024. Be. Yeah, You're four years off. Who knows? Joe so, Rogan experience 2024. So on the bright side. This Haitian migrant camp has been cleared. Oh, thank God. Like one day we, we all just woke up and they were like, hey, no worries. They're gone. Yeah. And it's like, where did they go? No, where did you put everyone? They're just gone. It's fine. They claim 10 to 12,000 were released into the U.S. while they await an asylum hearing. And it's like, I'd like to see the official yeah. paperwork on that number. Citation and needed. And also where, you know, right. and I, yeah. I think I think it, the way to find that out would be to find out the churches in the area that have provided shelter. I will say, listen, I am no fan of the Catholic Church for 100,000 reasons. However, in situations what? like this, they do shelter people, which is good. So I imagine like sh- churches in the area have probably sheltered a lot of people and sent them to you know surrounding churches they have quarters on most church grounds yeah. for this purpose so hopefully that's what's but, happening but it yeah. is texas and so and they're mostly uh not catholic so i would feel like you got a lot of yeah. uh uh joel Osteen's out there again again Oof. if you want to talk about the christian capitalist machine think of all the pentecostals you could create if you just bring in immigrants. Think of all of the think of all of the people you can indoctrinate into your weird religions. <laughs> Have you been to East LA re- lately? Every yeah. closed storefront is now some sort of weird church <laughs> with a guitar that meets on Friday and Saturday. Exactly. Go be that. Go go do that. You let's, can make uh, so many parishioners. Let's uh, stick a ball in Utah. You know, give oh, yeah. them, give them to the Mormons. Oh, Mormons yeah. don't want people of color. I mean, yeah. they like do on paper now, but like they weren't yeah. like into it back in the day. They well, just they acknowledged should... black people as real in like 74. Well, no, like... they knew that they were real. They just thought that they were the descendants of the people who saw Noah naked while he was drunk on the ark. And that's why they were dark colored instead of instead oh. of clean and white. Well, this then that makes sense. When, yeah, when, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. When, when you put it that way, I guess it sounds fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. So even if we find out where this ten to 12,000 group is at, that still leaves around 4,000. Yeah. Who we've only <laughs> been told were expelled under the Title 42 law. Yeah. And it's like, can we see those COVID tests? Like, did you just put... Yeah. Like, did you just can, schedule, like, COVID-positive yeah. flights out of the country? Can we like, talk to one of any of these 14,000 people can we just can we just talk to one of them you know you know what i'm willing to bet them? is if you google clips from telemundo you might actually have interviews off of telemundo they're really good at getting in these encampments yeah that have propped maybe. up along the border they're like really good at infiltrating but i mean them. like i mean like since they were dispersed i would like to hear like a wellness check like let's a let's see let's, i want to know that they're actually alive can we and, get and, an international wellness I mean, check honestly, aka un peacekeepers aka yeah. literally like when adam when you were talking about how uh biden wants to get us into a war with china i'm like yeah let's do that they'll win that would be great for us we need yeah, but we, we need... wouldn't we would never know it it would be like afghanistan no. we never know we lost no, but we'd I, just but be like, like la, 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 we won no here's the thing if we attack china and they win that's not they're not gonna just let that slide china yeah, is gonna, going to china will de- destroy us they they're, will, or, they're gonna yeah put a sign up <laughs> they will yeah th- we are now china then if, that, if we go to war with them and i'm fine with it honestly i'm you know i'm not a fan of everything the chinese government does but I, we need something different than what we got 
because this isn't working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if China's the right course of action. No, I, th- uh, I think America needs to be broken up into smaller countries. This, yeah. That's always been my call. Yeah. Also. That, but, yeah. that I think would be reasonable. We need to be like Central Europe. That's yeah. We there's need to. Just, yeah. There's just way too many differing in groups who don't agree on how the country should be run. That's just all there is. Yeah. 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 And then set up a grace period where if you're living in one of those countries and you <laughs> right. want to go to another one. Yeah. You got 60 days and the then fuck out. shut down those fucking borders or yeah. keep them open. If one of the, if one, you know, cause you know, some of the countries will be chill and so they'll have open borders and they'll just let people in. But I don't want the shitty people to come to my chill country. Well, now we're just perpetuating the yes, same problem. I want a bigger seat at the oppressor table. <laughs> come on. It's what this has all been building up to, obviously. Uh, uh. So, so yeah, we don't we don't really know where all of the Haitian migrants who were expelled from this camp went, but uh, I'm sure we'll find out, and I'm sure it'll be great, and I'm sure yeah. they won't all be in Guantanamo. Yeah, or dead. Metallica music blasted at them, mm. as if Metallica's a bad enough band for that to be a thing. You got to go, Jimmy Buffett. Like I said earlier, yeah, Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy um, Buffett rules. Uh, <sighs> anyway, that is uh, the most is shocking so thing that's been said I, on this podcast. We have, is Jimmy Buffett rules. We we've gotten into it before. I like beach vibes. I I can't help it. <laughs> I just do, and uh, you know, Margaritaville's a little overplayed, but like, he's got some jams. Okay, he does. You know, he almost got shot down uh, in a plane flying with Bono in Jamaica at one point. <laughs> really? That's cool. They mistook their plane for drug smugglers oh and tried God. to shoot him down. Look, Jimmy Buffett. He seems like a cool guy. I'm sorry, he's not a he's Republican. Probably not anti-immigration, yeah. and that's he's like almost a chill all you dude, can ask of and like he's like a chill old dude. Who wants to smoke weed and play his guitar and talk about like, you know, he might be the opiate of the masses for boomers. We might need him to calm, to soothe the boomer, the the aggressive boomer mentality. He is absolutely boomer music that I can't deny that at all. Yeah. But like, it's good. I like it. Yeah, Maybe that's how we fix this. Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, exactly. We need to appoint him to a cabinet position. Get him on immigration. He'll sort it out. Yeah, he'll just sing Son of a Son of a Sailor or Why Don't We Get Drunk and Screw and everybody will be like, ah, these are good vibes. Oh, yeah, this is good vibes. Chill. We trust you. So that's good. We're ending on coming up with another solution. (laughs) Yay! We got answers out the ass today. Yeah, I'm just going to send this episode to the Department of Homeland Security and everything (laughs) should be Um, straightened out. I'm going to ask that you please don't do that. (laughs) I, I by the way, I have not threatened violence. So if you were going to do it, this is the episode. I I don't need to be I don't need the Department of Homeland Security (laughs) to pay any more attention to me. It's fine. Yeah, I suppose that's a good point. Yeah, I have an Alexa plugged in behind us. We're fucked. So. Oh, yeah. 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 You're you're definitely being listened to. Yeah, no, I'm, we don't, I'm totally we don't all safe. Have, we don't all have an Alexa or Siri in our phone anyway. Right. No, <laughs> I, 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 people leave that out. I'm yeah. totally safe. I've got my Google Home Nest right next to me. That, <laughs> and that's totally secure. Well, okay, so there's a Google Home in the other room. And one day. Oh, you uh, mix and match. Yeah. Well, Ooh, Brandy Rebel. had the Google. Brandy had Google and and I had she who shall not be named and um <laughs> and uh there is a there was one day during early pandemic and we're both just sort of like you know trying to come up with a routine for our pandemic lives and it just starts playing it goes just out of the blue no one's spoken to it it says would you like me to play Bonnie Vare <laughs> and then it starts to play the saddest white man music i've ever heard and so we just started first after brady because brady only screams at it and calls it a stupid bitch all the time and so what i did i was like hey government agent listening to us are you okay is this a cry for help are you all right do you guys have a union like do you get enough breaks like we were just like i just started whispering to it like is this are you all right and somewhere on the other end of that a government agent was weeping yeah. yeah, I think he ate his gun that day for sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, good. Oh, I mean, uh, ah, we, oh, we we almost made it. <laughs> oh no! So I think that's an episode. We did it. it do is. we do we, we have anything to plug before we get out of here, Olivia? Uh, y- you can find me on Twitter at hi there hydar if you want. I guess. Uh, and uh, that's about it for me. 
right now. Anna, how about you? You can find me at Anna V is Fun on Twitter and Instagram. Also go to AnnaValenzuela.com. Just rehab the website so it doesn't look like HTML from 1996. It'll have all my show dates and everything. And you can also uh, listen to the 12 Questions podcast where we ask 12 questions from a recovery perspective. You can be any old type of human. If you're just curious about that world, listen in. It's just a positive, beautiful conversation. Um, And uh, yeah, that's that's it. Uh. I don't have anything. People, you're, if you're listening to my podcast, you're doing everything I need you to do. I'll, pl- I'll probably drop some ads in the middle of this, though. So if you're listening for free, buckle up for that. <laughs> I don't know why I said that at the end of the episode. Those have already happened. God damn it. Let's just get out of here. Anna, say goodbye. Uh, goodbye. Olivia, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Allegedly. Allegedly.